Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Encounter Podcast. We will continue the message we ended on last week. Hope you enjoy. The church folk who seen this man who claimed he was the Messiah, but he didn't look the part, didn't dress the part. He was from a different lineage than the Messiah was supposed to be from. And so therefore, the Jews themselves to this day still believe, if you're an Orthodox Jew, that Jesus was a mighty prophet, but he was not the Messiah, and the Messiah is still to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They was the ones that crucified Jesus and mm-hmm. said that it was blasphemy. And see, the thing is, is that Jesus was everything that they thought he was not supposed to be, but he was exactly who they was looking for. Exactly. And they missed the mark because of what the outward told the inward. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't what the inward told the inward what do you mean by all these these labels what i mean is is that jesus came and he looked like me he looked like jd and he did not look like a pharisee and a pharisee would look like your billion dollar uh ceos who are always in their suits and dressed all all fancy like yeah and and are always clean cut and clean shaved and everything's clean and Jesus walked in, rolling in like us, just kind of casual. Like and, common folk. <laughs> and, and he just said, what's up? Yeah. And they was like, who is this guy? And he didn't eat with them. He ate with the sinners. He ate with the very people who they looked down upon. Yet they went into the street and they preached the message and they said, God will love you and forgive you of your sins. And yet they was also sleeping with half the women in the congregation that they had listening to their ministry. Because it's easily covered. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, anyways. Yeah. So, when we get into the root of what that is, it's that even Jesus himself was mocked because of what was the outward. But on the inside, that's what truly mattered. Because what, what happened on the inside of Jesus was exactly the reason why we are who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, without Jesus, we could not be radically saved. Yeah. We could not be transformed and changed from who we used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you looking at us now, you may think that we are sinners that need to be saved. Or you may look at us and say, well, I see the change there, but it can't happen for me. Well, you know, I've opened up about my porn, about my porn addiction and his porn addiction. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily that we got on here to talk about porn addiction. No, but, that wasn't but it. But our goal was to get on here and to tell you, and testify about who is God, what is salvation. And in doing that, we have to testify about who he is. Yeah. And to let you know that, yeah, we jack up and mess up everything. Mm-hmm. But we also know that we continuously try to improve ourselves daily. And we we use the word of God to do that. And just like whenever I use the parable of, of when Jesus uh, was tempted by Satan, because Jesus was a man. Jesus was the Son of God who came in the flesh to become the Son of Man all in the same body. He was the first to be flesh and spirit mm-hmm. in the same person. And so when Satan was tempting Jesus, he was tempting the fleshly side of Jesus. He was tempting that man of Jesus. He tempted him with influence and fame mm-hmm. of being uh, having the whole world at his fingertips. Mm-hmm. And Jesus still plumb to scripture and that's where i think that we should go is that in scripture 
Scripture is how we fight our battles. Absolutely. Prayer and prayer is how we fight our battles. Well, what is our battles? Exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, you, you know, you open up about your porn addiction. I open up about my porn addiction. If it wasn't for prayer, if it wasn't for Scripture, how would we have victory or authority or power over all these things? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus that was shed, how would we have victory or power or authority over these things? And because of Scripture, because of the blood of Christ, because of the crucifixion, we now have that power and authority over it. Mm-hmm. And now whenever it happens, salvation is there, grace is there to cover us. And so if I slip up and I watch that porn and I, I pray about it, I eliminate, like I said with Twitter, I eliminate it out of mm-hmm. the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go on about my business. And then six months down the road, I have another slip up. Well, grace is going to cover me there, too, as long as my heart is the same as it was six months ago when it happened. Mm-hmm. And every time that it happens, I get stronger and I get more. I grow more in my faith. I get more prepared. And then eventually I completely suffocate out the hold of that addiction to the point that it no longer can have a hold on me. Yep. And that is the authority that we have in Christ to look at a temptation like porn. Or to look at an addiction like alcohol or a, a spirit like depression and say, I have authority and victory over that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I like it. Yep. So um, let's go just a little deeper. How do we obtain salvation? Let's, let's go into that. That's our, our next thing there. Okay. Um, you know, Romans 10, 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, that mm-hmm. God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's exactly. it. We, we were just, in a sentence there, we just, that's all that you have to do. It didn't say that if you're always perfect, you mm-hmm. should be saved. It didn't say if you don't sin, you should be saved. He knew we was going to sin. Absolutely. He knew we was going to make mistakes. But, you know, all you have to do is believe, confess with their mouth, you know, and, and it says, believe in thine heart. And right back to what you've been saying the whole time. It's believing in here. Yep. So the thing is, is sometimes the flesh will get in the way uh, of what we really truly want. And I don't know if you've ever been there. Have you ever looked at a, a, a real pretty truck? Let's use oh, that phrase. Yes. Yeah. How many times if you're like, you know, the drills just roll it down. You know, oh, my you know I, I want that truck. Yep. That truck is Gotta have it. You know, and right now, if you're looking at trucks, they're ninety and a hundred thousand dollars. It's it's, stupid. it's so crazy. But you're looking and you're like so bad. You can feel yourself mm-hmm. driving that thing. And it makes and you're like makes the yeah. price seem better and better yeah, yeah, and better. I, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can afford that payment. Yeah. I can afford that payment. But really, can you? Yes. You know, can yeah. you afford the payment? So yeah, you can have your sin, but are you willing to pay the payment that it'll cost you? Absolutely. Are you willing to pay Absolutely. the price that sin will because sin will come to you and it'll look free. That that's the that's the scary thing about sin. Sin sometimes looks free. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See the, the thing that sometimes keeps us from buying our pretty trucks is we see the price tag. Yeah. And we see that monthly payment and it hurts a little bit. It does. You know, it's like, it does. like oh man, I don't know if I want to you know, sacrifice yeah. that every month, you know, and everything. But sometimes sin looks free. Mm. Oh, and there, when, that, when you hear free, you automatically 
or like a dog when they hear something and their ears yeah, perk up. Yeah. They're free. Uh-huh. Free. Yeah. And that, that should be the same the same thing about salvation. Uh-huh. You know, we look at sin and like you said, it's free. Uh-huh. Sin is free. And it's the shiny thing that uh-huh. from a distance looks really, really, really nice. Uh-huh. Really, really, really nice. Uh-huh. You know, and the longer you're away from it, the nicer it looks. Uh-huh. But is it worth cost there you go and, and 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 that's so much right there because and and i, I don't want to keep just talking about points so let's just talk about just women in general okay have you ever lust lust after the wrong type of woman have you ever entertained a woman that you mm. know was not godly that was offering yeah. you things that you knew was that, not godly it <laughs> was not godly but you're like that really sounds like what I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it does. Because to the flesh, it's like, okay, she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. You know, she she she's, she talks nice about me. Absolutely. You know, and everything like that. You know, and she's offering me these things that, you know, should be things that I'm waiting for marriage. But she's offering them to me now. I don't have to pay that price of getting married to get those. Yeah. And it's so tempting because it's like, that's what I want. Absolutely. And then you get into that situation. I mean, it's just as bad as the I don't care. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just getting real here. Oh, it is. You know, you're sleeping with the 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 you know women. Mm-hmm. I've done it. You know, I've slept with women before I've been married. And like, it's like, yes, this is this is what I wanted. But then I'm just gonna say this. Afterwards, you feel so empty, empty, empty. Yes. And then, okay, let's just say, you know, we're talking about sleeping with one woman. You know, I've slept with multiple. And the more you sleep with, mm-hmm. the more empty. You feel, and it did, it did not feel what you was looking for. You just feel so empty. Like, why did this not satisfy what I was looking for? Now, in the in the moment, in the moment when all was right, you're like, oh yes, this, this is it. This is it. This is what I was looking for. But why is it the emptiness comes in later? Okay, mm-hmm. and and you know we're saying women here, but it could be something else. I it mean, it could be drugs. It could be depression. It could be anything that that you give. A door to yeah, absolutely to come in yeah. Well, let's let's use alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, when we said drugs, and I, I put alcohol and drugs in the same category. The same category yeah. You know, uh, but you know, how many times have you sat down and okay, well, I want to drink another beer and another beer and another beer until I feel better about my life. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's all good. And, oh, and I mean, does. I've had many a times that with my buddies, I was sitting around drinking up on the hillside. Mm-hmm. You know. And we're talking and we're sharing good times. And, and, and nothing really is going on wrong, you right. know, other than you're drinking, okay, mm-hmm. and everything. But then afterwards, 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 you feel so like, why did I do that? Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I, yeah. You know because you knew that you were supposed to be mm-hmm. a child of God and you shouldn't have been doing that. Now, mm-hmm. when I'm saying I was doing this, this was more back in my days that I wasn't trying to actually follow Christ. Right. I was more just, yeah, I'm a Christian. I don't want to go to hell. You know, mm-hmm. but what I'm trying to say is, even then, though, I would look back and I would feel so empty afterwards because the sin did not feel what I was looking for. Absolutely. And I'm here to tell you, no matter what the sin is, mm-hmm. I figured out what we're looking for. I don't know. I think you figured it out. Too. Oh, yeah. Where, where that emptiness is, Absolutely. is the whole time, the whole time, Absolutely. what you are looking for. And sometimes you don't think that's what you're looking for because you're like, well, now, how can it be that? What I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Know, but it is. It don't feel right. it. But, it, it don't. but what you're looking for the whole time is God. You're looking for an encounter with Him. You're looking for yeah. something supernatural that 
that yes. shakes you to your core. Yes, yeah, something that changes your state of being. Mm -hmm. Because why do we do? Why do we go after drugs? Why do we go after alcohol? Why do we go after marijuana? All these things. Why? Because they change you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They it's, change your it, state it of mind. It alters your state of mind. You could, you you know? could be miserable and broke and had a terrible day, but if you got a couple bucks and you can go to the liquor store, you can get happy and feel no pain for a couple hours and wake up with a hangover and deal with it later. Right. So it's do first and ask questions later. Exactly. But God is what we're needing to feel that because exactly. once we allow him to feel those things, then we don't want that anymore. Exactly. And, and I want to go even deeper in this right here. I want to I go to something that we'll even see Christians do all the time. Absolutely. And I'm not preaching against you. So if you do this, please don't think I'm sitting here throwing a stone because I was doing this before. You know, yeah. but well, let's go into just smoking cigarettes yep. or, or, or vaping yep. or, or, or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we're sitting here delivered from that, Hallelujah. you know, yeah. amen, exactly, yeah. you know, yeah. not doing those things. But, you know, I think we both smoked cigarettes before, we yeah. both vaped, you yeah. know, we've done all these things. And I see many fellow Christian brothers and sisters that do it. That do it. And, and I'm not condemning you. I'm not saying you're going to hell because you're not, you know. But I'm just trying to say is even that is something that we're putting in there That's that God is supposed to have yeah. that place. So that addiction you have, you need that addiction for God. You know, uh -huh. you need we need to be addicted to him. Like Absolutely. We can't get enough of him. Absolutely. Just like, you know. When you are smoking a cigarette and you're vaping, you can't get enough. I mean, it's just like a, you know, when you first start, when you first start, it's like a hit here and there. Yeah. It does you, right? But then before you know it, it's just that you're sitting there hot boxing them, you know, yeah. and there's one right after another. Because way. you're constantly trying to obtain the feeling you had off the first one. Absolutely. That you can never retain it again, and it takes a constant and growing amount. Right. Well, for me, I love smoking. I love vaping. I loved uh, smoking cigarettes, but I loved marijuana, uh -huh. and I used to love smoking marijuana and getting stoned and 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 being a part of the the hippie trippy vibe and and all that. And I loved I loved that, and that was a place that I got to escape and I got to just be in a moment and and escape the world for a, a time being, right? Right. But the problem with alcohol and the problem with with what with what we're talking about in, in cigarettes and the problem with uh, marijuana is that it only lasts for a couple seconds and, and, and in most cases a couple hours and then it's gone. And what do you do then? Well, right. you either have to buy more and consume a greater amount mm -hmm. or you have to deal with what was there in the first place. Right. Exactly. And that is where God comes in mm -hmm. because God, there's no contentment in alcohol. There's no contentment in marijuana. There's no contentment in porn. There's no contentment in sin. And I want to get this, this straight real quick is that no one is more qualified than the other. We're all unqualified. If I murder 10 people and I go out and I drink and get drunk till the point of obliteration, we're the same in sin. That sin is the same in God's eyes. Absolutely. It may not seem that way by our own human dialect where we think that, well, that should be more wrong than that wrong. And, and we think some, and I think sometimes where we're where we're still confused about the gospel, we think God looks at it like that, but He looks yeah. at it all the same. Yeah, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer is no different than an alcoholic, and an alcoholic is no different than Jeffrey Dahmer. But yet we want to make it in our mind and in our heart. We're like, well, that can't be the same thing, and we still put levels to it, even knowing 
that no sin is the same. Mm -hmm. So this is obtainable by every human being that has ever existed and ever going to exist. Mm -hmm. This is obtainable by anyone who says, I need help and I need you, Lord. That is the essence of sin and salvation, and that is how we obtain it, and it is constantly obtained as as long as we seek for it. The Bible says, to seek and ye shall find. And what does that mean? And I know I'm saying King James Version, and, and again, if you don't read the King James Version, that doesn't mean you're going to hell. I think there's some stipulation over that. I just want to get that out of the way. If you read NKJV, if you read NIV, ESV, AMP, I don't care what you're reading. As long as it is a holy Bible, then that's all that matters. It's the word of God. It needs to be in your heart. And so the Bible says in the KJ, in the King James Version, seek and ye shall find, which means if I go looking for something, I'm going to find it. And it's going to be anywhere I look for it. If I go looking for fulfillment in alcohol, I'm going to find it for a couple of hours. Yeah. If I go looking for fulfillment in pornography, I'm going to find it for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. If I go looking for fulfillment in cigarettes, I'm going to find it for a couple of puffs. Mm-hmm. If I go looking for it in all these different places and all these different areas, I'm going to find fulfillment for a moment. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to find fulfillment, that completion, that contentment. I'm not going to find that. For a excessive amount of time. Mm-hmm. And the thing about salvation. Is it's contentment completed. Yeah. It's that I'm not going to feel that void anymore. Because that void's being filled by God. Mm-hmm. And at any moment in time that I feel like i am got a void in my heart. It's because I have left a door open. For sin to start creeping back in. And I'm still wanting to fill that void with something else. And that could even be Facebook. Mm -hmm. That could even be uh, uh, just wasted time that I'm spending on something else. And I'm not saying you're going to hell for all this stuff either. I'm saying that it comes from a place of relationship. And where your priority is, is where your relationship is at. Exactly. If my wife is my priority, our relationship is wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if I make her a priority, if I put her number one, then our relationship, she's my best friend and I'm her best friend and we're rocking and rolling together. Our relationship is is wonderful at that moment because she's a priority and I'm a priority. The problem with marriages and why there's so many divorces is because there's no priority in the marriage. It's because I'm not making her a priority and I'm not making God a priority. And I'm not making my kids a priority. And my priorities are all out of whack. Instead, I'm putting a, a priority on Facebook or work or uh, pornography or a little bit of everything all in one. And it's took all my vision. It's took all my time, all my consuming uh, time that I have. And yet here's the important things that's sitting on the back burner while I've got all this stuff in front of me. Mm-hmm. And that is where we find our place in, in, in a place of vulnerability to where we feel that void and we're wanting to know where did this come from? Right. And salvation is not that I'm going to lose it at, at a very, it's so fragile that it right. can just go away and slither right. and, and, and be gone. It's mm-hmm. not just a little piece of, of string that can be cut with a pair of scissors and it's just done for. Right. Exactly. It's something that covers all things. Right. So, 
let's let's go into this relationship and i like where you said you know if you, you and your wife so let me ask you this if you don't talk to your wife and you don't tell her how you feel does she really know where your heart is at you know absolutely so same thing with god if you don't talk to him how does he know our hearts if we don't listen to him how do we know his heart we have to know a heart for each other so we have to have that relationship where we talk absolutely. back and forth we have to hear from him and and he has to hear from us you know that that's a conversation it goes yep. both ways now that conversation you know shouldn't always be hey lord uh, can you send me a brand new bass boat you know yeah or, or yeah or, lord you know i really could use a bunch of money right now you know lord if you would send me a million dollars absolutely life would be so much better absolutely and number one, are you am i saying not to pray for your needs no oh, oh yeah you, you're going to yeah. pray for your needs but and you can even pray for your wants yeah, you can pray for your wants too. Exactly. But don't make it a priority. But that's not the priority. The priority is the relationship. Absolutely. And, you know, the priority is talking to him and hearing from him and doing what he would have you to do. Because just like your wife, let's say when you're talking to her, if she, uh, you know, needs something from you, she knows all she has to do mm -hmm. is say, you know, go get this for me. Yeah. And you're going to I'm go get it. But that's going to be one of your priorities if you love her. Yeah. Now, if she tells you to, hey, bring me something home from the store, mm -hmm. and she keeps having to tell you that every day, and you never bring your nothing home from the store, and you come home and you get on your Xbox, and you just play your Xbox nonstop, I'm and you sure don't talk no to attention. her, yeah. and show her no attention, then what does that tell her? Well, you don't have a heart for her, do you? You don't. You have, have a heart that's about yourself exactly you know, because you're too selfish to stop at the grocery store when she asks you to stop and get a gallon of milk you exactly know? you and have it, kids you know yeah. if you don't bring the, the milk home to the kids you ain't showing the kids love right you know exactly. what i'm saying and so and, and saying that does she leave me or does she still show me unconditional love right because that is god mm-hmm if in this aspect, we're talking about the relationship with God and having that relationship. My wife would leave me eventually. She would lose faith in me. And, and I'm not saying my wife's that fragile either. It would take some time. Our relationship is strong. And that's because of God. And thank you, Jesus, because mm -hmm. he is in the center of that marriage and he makes it run. Without him, it's a well-oiled machine. Or with him, it's a well-oiled machine. But without him, it's, it's right. pretty rough, right? But if I'm not making her a priority at all, and yet she's continuously always there whenever I need her. Mm -hmm. Then what does that say about her continuously loving me? Mm -hmm. Is that true love or is that not true love? You know, I'm not showing her love back. I'm not making her a priority, but yet she's always there for me. Mm -hmm. And I am saying that with God, a lot of times we don't make God the priority. We're putting it everywhere else. And I could go days before I pray and open my Bible and read. And yet he's right there. Mm -hmm. And it's like he never left. Right. Because he loves us that much. That he wants a relationship with us that much. Mm -hmm. That he'll wait until the very last second. And he'll still be right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just like you were saying. you know, Let's say you do forget to bring the gallon of milk home. She loves you. She forgives you for it. But guess what? You're probably going to have to go back to the store and get that gallon of milk you forgot. Yeah. The same thing with God. You know, he loves us. He's still right there. He, he forgives us for it. But then, you know, if he asks us to do something, and that's what Absolutely. it is, we're probably going to have to do that. Absolutely. So he, here, here we are, you know, I, I felt called a long time ago. But, uh, you know, here we are 
years down the road and just now walking in it. Absolutely. So we have to encounter. Uh, we hope that you really enjoyed the message today. And um, we just want to invite you right now at the end of our podcast there. We want to say, friends, if you haven't made Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, right. that we would like for you to have an opportunity to do that. And uh, Isaac's going to have uh, a prayer and just repeat after him and just pray in agreement with him. And uh, this is as easy as it is to get saved, folks. So if you will go ahead and lead him in the prayer, Isaac. Father, we just thank you for this day that you have given us. Father, I am a sinner. God, I need you to come into my life and forgive us of this sin. God, I need you to just enter in to my heart. Renew me, restore me, transform me. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And if you've said that prayer, then at this moment, the Bible says in Romans that with mouth confession, thou shalt be saved. If you believe in thine heart and confess with thy mouth that thou shalt be saved. And so therefore, if you've said that prayer, then you're saved. And you're now a part of the family. So we welcome you. We welcome you, family. Yes. And uh, so that will be all for today's episode of Encounter. If you will, please like, share, and subscribe. Go tell your friends, family members. Go tell your family members. Go tell everybody that you know. To come and, and listen to this podcast because our number one goal is for all of us to have an encounter. If you have any questions, if you got saved, please let it please let us know at encounterforreal at gmail.com. Um, and if you have any questions, you can message us at any time at this email, and we will try to answer all questions on this show in a special mailbag episode. And we just pray that you all have a truly blessed and wonderful day, and that this, that this podcast will help you to truly have an encounter.